Welcome to the Between the Dream Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Today is Monday, February 11th, 2019. If you're new to the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. I ask that you go ahead and subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening on. If you're returning, thank you so much for your continued support. It means the world to me. Make sure you're sharing it with your friends and encouraging them to do the same thing. To all of our donors, thank you so much. If you all didn't know, now you do. The Between the Dream Podcast is uh, listener-funded, so I want to take the quick second to just say thank you to everyone who has donated. If you're interested in donating, you can do so on the Anchor app that give you an option uh, and you can actually click the link on iTunes and Spotify as well. Uh, man, listen, we are still stuck here in the middle of a snowstorm in Seattle. Can you believe it? It's been a little over a week now. This is uncommon for folks out here, so I'm just kind of rolling with the punches, but I'm excited to be here. Thank you to all of our sponsors as well. To our sponsors at Fibersoul.com, thank you all so much for your continued support. Listen, I'm just so excited to be with you guys as we are now in a new month, as we are functioning into something new. Month two of this year, I think it's important for us to talk about engagement, right? So of course, you know, you see the title, it says social media engagement is great, but now let's talk about about this right and why why was this even a, a topic this morning i ended up posting a video on my facebook page like i do every morning and i was talking about this idea that algorithms don't control the purpose and the promise that god has already predestined over our lives right many times i'm seeing now people get caught up and frustrated when it comes to these algorithms and followers and trying to get their product or their brand or whatever the case is out there to the masses and one of the things that we can easily forget is that if we aren't careful we allow that algorithm and what does or doesn't come from it to start controlling our lives, controlling our actions and our responses in the things that we do. And so I just wanted to encourage you all with this today to let you know that first and foremost, it does not predicate this algorithm, this man-made um, idea of success does not uh, predicate who you are, what you're capable of and what you can do. Secondly, man, I wanted to dive in this, into this, and the big butt behind this is, no pun intended, but the big butt behind this is the idea of engaging people in general, right? And so, of course, with this new wave of social media, and for those of you all who aren't familiar with the algorithms, many social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the, YouTube, they all use these different types of um uh, algorithms or or themes, I'm sorry, or schemes, I should say, to basically figure out how to uh, engage individuals to different creators, uh, vloggers, content developers, you name it. And what tends to happen is, is that you get a lot of people who do a lot of great work and they kind of get lost in the shuffle and, and they aren't necessarily following what social media would consider the rules of engagement when it comes to growing your followers or getting in front of the right people. A lot of it has to do with using the right hashtag. Um, there are so many rules now when it comes to it. You got a hashtag and you can't just use any hashtag. You got to use the popular hashtags because those are the ones that people look at. You got to start tagging your location because people who also post from that location will see it and they will look at your stuff. You've also got to make sure that you are commenting immediately to those who comment under your post. Apparently, if you comment back to everybody who comments to you within the first hour, it um, causes the algorithm to take a look at your page and it promotes it more to other people, right? There are like percentages, math equations, everything caught up behind this idea of 
of this algorithm, right? And so if you're not following these particular rules of engagement, when it comes to growing your followers, nine times out of 10, you find yourself lost in the shuffle and you're frustrated because your following isn't growing the same way, right? And it's a lot of it has to do with how they have kind of started paying attention to our lives with how we flow and function in using social media and the way that we do it. And they have judged us from there. And so we're put in the box, right? Now, I want to dive into this a little deeper, though, because I think it's so amazing, right? We have all of these influencers and we've got all of these people who've got so many great opinions on what you should do to engage followers, to grow your followers. But then you also have people who are now doing courses that straight up teach you how to engage people and how to grow followers. Guys, and while this might be great from the, for us, from a standpoint of those who really want to grow their brand, their business, and their following, one of the things I wanted to dive into is that even with all of that being said, I've noticed something. And it is, I think, it's something we've seen for a while, but I'm seeing it more and more now from the very individuals who talk about this algorithm and talk about growing and talk about engaging people on social media. And that is the fact that Many of us who, while we might do a great job of engaging people, whether you're trying to do it to grow your business or your brand, or whether it's just you making friends on social media, while we're doing that, the skill set that we have when it comes to actually engaging people in public and in person, they absolutely suck. I mean, if we can just look, take the mask off, be real and be honest. We we have it all down packed when it comes to what it's like to engage people on social media to get something out of it. But then we don't necessarily possess and carry that same kind of energy and fervor when it comes to engaging people in real life. When it comes to actually look like you could literally be friends with somebody on any of these social media platforms. You see them in person. They see you and you all walk right past each other and won't say a thing. Now, this isn't the case all the time. Don't get me wrong. But what I am saying is that I've seen it happen plenty of times. Even many people that I talk to and even looking at some of my friends when they talk about their um, experiences being out in public and finally crossing paths with somebody that they, they've been friends with on Facebook or Twitter or on Instagram for any amount of time. And they're like, yo, it was the weirdest thing. Like I saw the person and I didn't speak and they didn't speak, but we, we knew who each other were because we like each other's pictures and we've engaged in conversation on social media. Right. And so, guys, I, I think that it's it's so important for us to really take a look at this. And the reason why is because one of the things that we're doing is is not realizing that while the social media aspect is great. Right. We we struggle as a people translating that same type of engagement over to real life interactions. And if we're not careful, we will continue to play a, a part in what I would like to call the deterioration of these human to human interactions that God has graced us with and blessed us with. Right. And, and, and we might be playing a bigger part into the um, social norm of, of, of our personality traits. Right. And, 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 and while yes, some of us will be introverts, some of us will be extroverts. I truly believe that each party can learn from each other because at, at certain points in time in life, our number might be called and it's not even a might. It will be called to where even the most you know, extroverted of us have to be able to chill out and and take a back seat to learn. Right. Because we're so used to blabbering and talking and and getting our point across. But sometimes we got to learn and listen. But then on the flip side, 
even the most introverted of us will sometimes have to stand up and be the voice for the voiceless. And a lot of that comes, if we're not aware already, guys, a lot of that comes through our human interactions. And Richard, what do you mean? How how are you so sure? Well, I'll take my wife and I as an example, right? I'm a super extrovert. Delina is a super introvert. And one of the things that, you know, we we practice now is this, this whole piece of both of us allowing our uh, personality types to have their moments and spaces, but also catering to the other person's personality type as well and what we've discovered is that in different seasons and in different times God is calling each of us to do something different but at the end of the day it's all helping to shape and play out what's going to be the greater good of us using our gifts talents and our personalities as being introverts and extroverts together and I truly believe that this is the same way with a lot of us as people right We can't be our best selves even when it comes to functioning under our personalities and who we are um, as people when we aren't interacting with other people. Think about it. If, If you're an introverted person. And granted, yes, you need your time to unplug and and charge your batteries. But at the same time, if all you ever do was unplug and charge your batteries and you don't have interactions with humans or you are one of those people that like to brag about the fact that you don't have human interactions, you're you're not doing yourself a favor in the long run when it when it comes to truly functioning in your gift and your talent and, 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 and your life's purpose. But on the same side. If the intro, I mean, if the extrovert never takes the time to truly sit and learn from those who might not always be the ones that that talk, but they pick up on everything in the room and learn like neither one of us are effective. And so I think that human interactions are so important because they help when it comes to being able to sharpen the gift of one another. But then also it helps when it comes to us being confident in those giftings that we might not be as strong in or in those personality traits that we might not be as strong in. Delina and I, one of the things that I'm so happy about as we've been doing our, our, our podcast together now, and then even doing like videos and stuff is, you know, slowly but surely. And I'm, I'm, I'm always reminded that I need to have more of a grace and patience, but she, she's, she's learning how to try and come out of her shell to actually do what she feels in her heart. God is calling her to do. And she understands that sometimes that is her kind of coming from the background and actually, you know, overcoming that anxiety that she feels and that she deals with. And and I love that about her because it's it's one of those things where I'm like, wow, like I'm starting to see it in motion. But then on the flip side, too, man, me learning when I got to shut up and just be like, yo, your wife has this on lock. Like she is she is in her zone. She's in the space. Support her, cheer her on and be there for her 100 percent. And I think that we as humans, whether in romantic relationships, whether platonic or, you know, just our our day to day friendships, families, whatever the, the case might be, it's important for us to make sure that we are engaging each other in the physical. We are engaging each other in our real life interactions because we we are the hope for each other. We are literally the help and the hope that will bring greater things to fruition when it comes to walking out this purpose and this path, right? And 
one of the things that we've got to understand for those of you all who consider yourself to be an individual of influence in any magnitude on social media, I'm going to put the onus on you guys. And, and I'm, I'm right there in the same boat with you. So this isn't a judgment piece, but this is just more of a, a heart check for all of us. Right. We have got to remember that as influencers, it's not just about our personal gain. Right. Because many times what I'm noticing is that people will do what it takes online to engage with followers and engage with people who comment because they're trying to get to a goal, an ultimate goal, whatever that case might be. More followers, somebody trying to purchase your product or whatever it is your brand is offering your course, your class, whatever the case might be. But the unfortunate part is that if there isn't a gain for self attached to it. When it comes to doing that same thing in real life, engaging someone face to face in real life, we a lot of times we don't do it. We don't keep the same fervor and energy in practicing what we preach online, because at the end of the day, and granted, a lot of people say, oh, it's not going anywhere. But, you know, God forbid something happened to the Internet and it just trashed today. Like what, what we don't realize is that we have to go back to being a people that fully relied on people from a face-to-face standpoint. And the saddest part is that if that was to happen, I'm always curious as to like, yo, like how will certain people function? How will certain people function who have found their validation and identity in social media, who have created this persona that only works on the screen, but not in real life? I'm always thinking about how would this work if the internet was to fall on its face today How would this work for people who have built careers in their entire lives off of this space? Because they they put it above all else, not realizing that there was a human part to this. Right. There was a, a part that doesn't have to do with their personal gain that doesn't have to do with monetizing, but that has to do with the. Um, the growth of the heart that you are working with and for. And that is that face to face one on one or group interaction. So I want to challenge all of us to make sure that we are mindful. Listen, many of us have a bunch of friends on social media, right? We'll use Facebook as an example. Maybe only know 10 to 20 percent of them. Challenge yourself to actually if you see the person that that you know you're a friend with on Facebook, challenge yourself to say something. And most people, oh, but but Richard, I don't want to like, why do I need to go out of my way? Why are you friends with him in the first place then? Right. Going out of your way. It's not going out of your way. It's you functioning in your calling. Right. Like every time you have the opportunity to be in someone's presence, to talk to them, guys, that is an opportunity for you to be a blessing. Or, I mean, if we can be completely honest, depending on what season you're in, it could be a blessing for you. And, and so. I'm saying all of this because I don't want you to get caught up in this new fad that that puts us in a position to where we are no longer able to um, have community and communion with one another because we've we've lost all inklings on how to do it, which we really haven't lost. It's just that we've put it over to social media and there's usually a gain or some kind of uh, um, profit that comes from it. What if your profit is simply just being the light for somebody who needs it? Right. What if your profit for the day is you being able to help somebody whose life is on the verge and on the edge? What if your gain and your profit is you being able to be the reason why somebody decided to keep going. 
right? What if you in this pursuit of your dream is bigger than you? What if the, the, the dream is grander than just what the vision you see is? But what if the dream is connected to the dreams of others? What if your dream is connected to the lives and the and the literal heart pump of somebody else? What if your dream is the thing that begets more dreams for other people? Man, just a few things I think we should consider. It's not it's not about the personal gain. <sighs> Guys, what good is your dream if it doesn't connect beyond the screen? That is the question I want to leave with you all today. What good is your dream if it doesn't connect beyond the screen? The screen of people, the, the, the folks who look at you every day, the folks who support you and like you and vice versa. What good is the dream work if it does nothing but brings you number on a quote unquote smartphone on this device for an app, but it doesn't translate into anything else? What good is your dream? I love you guys, and I want to see you win in everything you do. That is my message for you all today. Please do me a favor. Don't forget that um, you can definitely stay in touch with me, Richard Taylor Jr. I would love to hear from you. Um, if you got questions, feel free to shoot me a message in my inbox, DM me, um, hit me up on Facebook, Richard Taylor Jr., my website, richardtaylorjr.com. And man, I want to give a special thank you to everybody who has purchased a copy of my brand new book, The Other Side, for all of the great responses and reviews. I've been getting pictures from you guys, man. Y'all are taking like legit notes with highlighters. Like, I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing. I said something meaningful. But guess what, though? I want to continue that conversation. So if you got questions about the book or something that you read, like hit me up. I, I want to continue the conversation because I want to make sure I'm doing my part to engage beyond just the social aspect as well. And I, I, my prayer is that you do the same. Guys, as always, you're not losing in life. You're not failing. You're simply between the dream. Let's go out. Let's have a great week. Let's be intentional in this week in our interactions with people. And let's be love to those who need it and to ourselves. Peace.